Shalom, today's Daf Yomi is Nadarim Daf Nun, Nadarim 50. Today's Daf Yomi, the Gemara gives the story, the powerful story of Rabbi Akiva and his wife, whose name is Rachel, as seen from Avos to Rabbi Nason, chapter 6, where she's referred to as Rachel. Now, there is another version of the story in the Gemara, Suvu Samach Beis, Amma Beis, where there are some slight differences, but uh, the, the story remains powerful in either telling. So the story begins in an Ardaf with Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva became betrothed to the daughter of Kalba Savua. And Kalba Savua was somebody who was inc- incredibly wealthy. And the, uh, the Gemara Ksuvos tells us in Tamach Beis, Beis, that he saw that she was very modest. And that's why he wanted to become betrothed to her. Shama Kalba Savua. So when Abba Sabua heard this, he said that Rabbi Kiva was not allowed. He made a vow that Rabbi Kiva could not, Rabbi Kiva's wife, Kalba Sabua, was not allowed to get, the daughter of Kalba Sabua was not allowed to have any benefit from all of his property. Nevertheless, nevertheless, Rabbi Kiva went and married her in the winter, in the sitva. Havaganu Beitivna. So Rabbi Akiva was sleeping uh, in the in the place where the straw was stored with with Bar Kabasavua. That's how poor they were. Meaning to say they were sleeping amongst the straw. They had no pillows or blankets. And there's a very beautiful image that the image was that every morning Tivna that every morning when Rabbi Akiva would wake up, he would take out the straw that had gathered in the hair of the daughter of Kalba Sevul, who is now Rabbi Akiva's wife. And and that's how the Ran explains it. The Tosos and Hufarsh explains that he would that he would take out the straw from his own hair. And the Marsha and the Chidushia Gados explains that he that she was taking out the straw from his hair. And so therefore he said to her that just just like in your eyes you saw my beauty and gathering the straw from my hair, so too Rabbi Kiva now says in the next line in the Gemara, if I'm going to become wealthy, I'm going to take out uh I'm going to make for you a golden a golden crown of Jerusalem. And that's what Rabbi Kiva says to her Amrawa Yavali Ramina Yerushalayim Didahaba. Rabbi Kiva says, If I'm going to have enough money, I'm going to make you a gold crown of Jerusalem. And indeed, that is what he did for her, as, the, as it says in Mesech Shabbos, that he made for her a gold tiara of Jerusalem. In Pirush Rush, he explains that this crown was called the City of Gold. And Mefarish writes that this was, the, this, this was a very special adornment that they used to have in that time, that there was like an amulet, and they used to hang it on the neck of the garment, around the neck. And so too Rashi writes in Shabbos that it was like uh, a little amulet that they, they would make a drawing of the city. So too Rashi in Shavuos writes that this that this that this uh, that that they used to use this this special adornment and use it to clasp the garments together. The Gemara in Sota brings a brisa uh, that the that the bride that the brides when they got married. That they used to have this special adornment of a called a city of a city of gold, and Tosas and Shabbos pro- proves that that there they had an t- intent that it was like a tiara, not like a not like an amulet that they wore. 
So this is some of the beautiful imagery we see of the of Rabbi Akiva and his wife that they're so poor when they got married that they have to lie amongst the straw and that they're picking out the straw from their hair and they're dreaming to dreaming of Jerusalem. The Marashanis Kudushi Agados explains that Rabbi Akiva promised his wife his special Atara, which has the crown of Jerusalem, because it says in Psalms 137, verse 6, in It promises, if I, will not, if I will not raise Jerusalem, if I'll not think about Jerusalem, when I am in my moments of joy. And he explains that even though Rabbi Akiva was after the destruction of the temple, nevertheless, they didn't make this decree that you're not allowed to have joy on the crowns of the brides and the grooms. And 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 so therefore it wasn't yet there wasn't yet a decree against it, and so therefore Bekiva promised her he's going to make this jewelry because everything else had been prohibited, and so too the Ritva and Shabbos says that explicitly. However, the Rashba in his commentary to Megillah Daf Beis writes Rabbi Akiva, that that this happened even during the time of the of the temple, and 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 this proves because he was the son-in-law of Kalba Sabua, and we know from the Gemara and Gittin. He was one of the three wealthy people of Jerusalem who was who was prepared to support all of Jerusalem. And so therefore, according to according to the Rashba, this was not after the destruction of the temple, but this was while the temple was still standing. In any event, we see from here this powerful story that this is just the beginning of the story, that we have this tremendous love story between Rabbi Akiva and his wife. And Kalba Sabua was trying to stop the story. The, the story continues. We obviously don't have the time to do it in this short podcast. That Kalba Sabua realizes at the end about the greatness of Rabbi Akiva after he spends many years away and he comes back. And then the vow is annulled because of the fact that he didn't realize when he made this vow just how great Rabbi Akiva was going to become.